How's it going, everybody? What's up? Yeah. All right. I am Nick Valley from the Mythology. I'm Jonah Doc and I from Jinx. And this is Rev Rock Revolution. Revolution. Woo! With me, Episode five. Xavier. <laughs> Yeah, with this guy yes. with me. Yeah, for those with, with this random guy at Jordan's house. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 random, random guy. Yeah. So this is this is the this is Xavier Doc and I, my little brother, the drummer of our band Jinx. He's the ex in Jinx. So yeah, let's go. Yeah, it's about time you're on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. it is really. Uh, right before we started taping this, Xavier admitted to us that he's never watched a single fucking episode of this show. But so, the clips. Uh, I the clips. <laughs> no, but but you but You're because of that, so you have much. no idea that we've told we have talked about you on this show before. Yeah. Oh. So uh, our viewers have been like waiting for things? this. Good things. Well, you yes, have to watch the yes, yes, yes definitely. <laughs> you have to watch. watch you have to watch the episode to find out. Okay. See, I told you, there's nothing to worry about, Xavier. This is so natural. Like you, like you said to us, this is the most pro- unprofessional podcast <laughs> in the history of podcasts. There's nothing to stress about here. This is just a fun time. We're literally just talking with a camera on. It's like not. Yeah, it's just talking. Um. Yeah, well, I'm so glad it's our first guest, and I feel like it's the right yeah. first guest for us yeah, to have. Yeah, it's Jonah. definitely the right first guest. As as we've said before on previous yeah. episodes, Jinx and Mythology, we're together. We're we're brother bands now. <laughs> They're forever. Exactly. We're going to be linked yeah. in history. So it's yeah. good to have another member yes. of Jinx on. It's it's like it's like Metallica and Megadeth, but like in a good way. <laughs> yeah, in a good way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. So. um what do you say that, I mean, we could just, like every other episode, just ramble on for the intro for 10 minutes, um, <laughs> yeah. but I think I think we should dive in and uh, have our viewers get to know X on his own terms <laughs> instead of us talking yeah. about him, uh, or you talking uh-huh. about him more specifically. Yeah, um, yeah so uh, let's just dive in and uh, let's talk a little bit about... Uh, how you, I guess, got started on drums, your inspirations, like how you got into the band, being in a band with Jonah, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, how did I get started on drums? Um, I, I can kind of start start that off if you, if you want, because it's actually a really funny yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Started off. So, um, Xavier Xavier was born on Christmas Day when I was four years old. In the funniest coincidence. That that Christmas, I got a drum set. <laughs> and then I played wow, it just. Yeah. That's crazy. So it kind of foreshadowed For Xavier real? being a drummer. Yeah, I got I got a drummer the day that Xavier. I got a drum set the. I, I guess I got a drum set and a drummer the day Xavier was born. But uh, I was just, I was just I was just going to say that that dude literally like that is like that's the best Christmas ever. Yeah. That's yeah. like that's that is some real Santa Claus level shit, man. That's crazy yeah, good. It's, it's crazy. You can't yeah, pass Santa for Claus anything really better than that. Uh huh. Yeah, but you should have on your wish list the following year. You should have been like another one, bass player. Another, 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 another <laughs> bass player, and then the year after a rhythm guitar. Oh, exactly. You could have so just kept funny. wishing for a band. <laughs> yeah. It would be it would be definitely Santa's most unique wish list. Yeah. <laughs> So this kid once is a fucking band. 
<laughs> so, uh, instead of kiss Mr. Potato That's really Heads, funny, I guess, though. for actual members. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but uh, So what, Jonah? You just had no interest in drumming? Um, yeah, so, or, I, like, I started for a little bit, but then I got more into guitar, because that's what my dad, my dad always played guitar, so then I was playing guitar, and we just had the drum set sitting there for a long time. Because you're a god. (laughs) Yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, one day I hope to be up by the gods, but, uh, yeah, but it was just sitting in storage for a long time, and then Xavier took a look at it. Um, cause I, I started to perform a little bit, and then he pulled it I, out. I started playing drums when I was like around four, I think. Yeah, and then I picked nice. up the drums, and like, I just loved it. And then he picked up guitar, and then we were like, let's just make a band. It works. Yeah. yeah. That's I mean, awesome. Van That's Halen really cool. <laughs> I had no siblings. I had no siblings growing up. That was the only child, uh, so I just had band fantasies in my mind <laughs> my, me and my stu- me and my stuffed animals formed a band okay <laughs> listen we we were we we were the number one band in my bedroom okay i'm just yep. saying the number one um so uh yeah that was really weird let's just move on from that (laughs) so uh yeah so you guys just like always listened i guess to the same music because like oh my god that video of you two uh in the car oh yeah the the kiss video (laughs) so it's basically just been like i guess ingrained in you right i guess your entire life yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because I, I always wanted, like, ever since I was really little, I, that was, like, my, this has been my dream, like, become a rock star. And then Xavier kind of just followed, followed along. Tagged along. Uh-huh. I was like, I could play drums. <laughs> that's, all, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I could hit things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, well, that's a little bit deprecating. Like, X, you do more than hit the, You are a god of a drum. Okay, I just want to say this. I had the privilege to do a virtual sound check with them a couple of days ago. That was so fun. Uh, over Zoom. So basically, they were they were testing out their Twitch stream sound, and on my end, I was like uh-huh. adjusting their levels and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always talk about Jonah's guitar playing. I think that goes without saying. Xavier, you are a god. You are a beast of a drummer. Like uh-huh. you were so 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 freaking. He's good. all right. <laughs> you really are I, the Van Halen brothers. I try, like for I real. Two point uh, Yeah. You know, it, it's lot, unreal. That was practice. the first thing I think I ever said to Jonah was like, you two are like the Van Halen brothers. Like, yeah. that, just, I think like, though, revamped. if I pulled up the Discord messages, yeah, because the first time we actually like, had to a scroll chip. for like 12 years to get <laughs> yeah. back to it, but yes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's what I said, something like that. You guys are so good. And that's so and awesome you, like that you, you guys so got to have like that. Um, like that, that brotherhood and like do this thing together. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, X, like I guess, um, I have looked at your playlist, the X experience. X dash experience. He loves the name, by the way. Um, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Um, I did see some discrepancies in influences in music. Uh, kind of, I will yes. say, Xavier, I think you and I have more similar tastes than me and Jonah probably. Um, you want to talk a little bit about those bands and why you love them? Like, I guess uh, I saw Foo Fighters in there. Yes, definitely Foo Fighters. Yeah. I Rest just in peace, grew Taylor. up with them. Yeah, Taylor. It's so good. It's terrible. But yeah, big it's influences the worst. Yeah. are like Dave, Dave and Taylor. 
are huge influences <clears throat> on me. Yeah, I just oh, listened yeah. to listened to like a ton of Foo Fighters, and I still do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the greatest yeah. hits album too, was man. always in My, our dad's car. Yeah, yeah. he like it's so, the Foo Fighters <laughs> are the best. Really. Yeah. But like, I yeah. just oh, I love that. I, yeah, I just I, like when I was younger, we just always listened to Foo Fighters and also like Van Halen and stuff. So I picked picked up like Van Halen songs. I was like, Alex is crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so good. They're, that is. Okay, so I always say this, there's the three bands, and I always say this, and like for me at least, it's like, so Led Zeppelin is the rock band of all time, like just like, it's like because they started out in my opinion, and then it's Van Halen is the greatest in my opinion, just because of their prowess, and like their musical, their musicality and everything, and then for me Foo Fighters is like the modern, the pinnacle of rock, so like those three bands have always been like, had like their thing about it, so that's really Uh cool that like, I feel like we have a very similar mentality on that, and um, yeah, no, I definitely agree with you on that. So Alex is, let me ask you a question. Uh, I know Jonah and I have had this discussion before, and this is going to be a huge debate for everybody in the comments. Uh, X, so uh, I'm going to assume the DLR, the David Lee Roth era of Van Halen is what you're referring to? Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. I think I listened to a little Hagar. Yeah, I yeah. love the Hagar era. That's what probably a huge inspiration to? to me, as Jonah yeah. knows a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I love both. Bo- Hagar fan. Uh-huh. I'm a huge Hagar fan. Huge. <laughs> yeah. um, but I love the. But I will say, you know what it is too. I grew up like you were saying, like always in the car. Like mm-hmm. the Van Halen greatest hits was always in my car. Like when I was a little kid. Uh-huh. Um, so I guess that's where it comes from too. Is like. Yeah. Um, Hagar was always on loop in my car, so I guess I was just like ingrained in that. But the Van Halen one album, which we went on and on about yeah. in like <laughs> multiple episodes, um, that album was really the thing that like when COVID happened, like really like got set me on this whole path. So I'm on both sides of that, and I think it's really cool that we have like literally our two favorite band, our two favorite bands are exactly the same. <laughs> Xavier, that's really yeah. funny. Yeah. Well, they're so good. See, Jinx. <laughs> yeah, but see, they're so freaking good. But don't you see Jinx? It's like, it's Jonah. Did no. You have the J and the X, and X. then I'm th- yeah. th- this end. I'm telling yeah, you. What? I'm the third brother. Jonah, I'm the third brother. I'm the twin yeah. that you were asking about. Yeah, you're the, that's you're what, the twin that's, I always wanted. It makes sense. <laughs> All the puzzle pieces go together and works. Um, no, no, we still need to make no, I that do, I do think that, that is funny, though. Bring Nick and Jonah together. <laughs> bring Nick and Jonah together. That is a real hashtag, and that is happening. We got to include X in that, though. That's going to be... We were oh, yeah, joking. No, like, me and X were joking on, yeah, on Instagram. Just like how we've like really... This is our first time having a conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've never met... Like, this is our first yeah, time. It's, it's really funny. Yeah, uh-huh. but we're going to know each other for a long time, so I think it's cool. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, so I guess that's how you, like, kind of got into it and started on drums. Uh, kind of, I want to get, I always get Jonah's perspective on this, but, like, what's, like, your perspective, like, on, like, the journey of Jinx and, like, how it all happened and how you got to this point? Uh, Well, like I said, like, I kind of just tagged along with him. 
And then we just started learning. We started off as a cover band. We just started learning songs that we wanted to play. And then we we would give like yeah. suggestions. But then like up until recently, we've started uh, making more originals. And like he gives me like the base <laughs> idea, and I just put it into the song. Yeah, he he yeah. does his drummer perspective yeah. on all the drum parts that I want. And then we get in a lot of our yeah, his drummer part. That's like me. That's like me and that's like me and yeah. That's like me and my dad when we do my records because uh, he plays bass on my records. So and we we argue so much about the parts. I swear oh, to God. I feel I feel like that that's the one thing about working with family members in in a band. It's because like you everyone has their own vision. But then also because they're family members, they also have their own egos, like based on like who you are in the family. <laughs> so it's like it's a like a weird bit. power yeah. dynamic. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. you kind of have to remove all of that from it. it just has yeah. to become about like the music. The music. And, like, you really got to separate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I will say though, what keep doing what you're doing. Um, I mean, unless it's like completely. T- I don't think it's completely tearing your relationship apart. No. I don't think you're like the Robinson <laughs> brothers. So yeah, I mean, we're, we're brothers. We, we argue anyway, so... Yeah. So I, I, exactly. So I keep doing what you're doing because the drum parts that come out at the end of the song are so iconic and, like, they're so good. So, like, it's whatever you're doing, keep doing it. It's working. So... Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But what makes I it... Think you, mu- or- and I will say on that note, I think the push and pull of it is what makes the music work. Like it, it's the mm. energy of that. There's like the friction in it is what makes the music work a little bit. I, I think that's what makes bands work a little bit too. Is that push and pull, that ebb and flow. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't mean to keep cutting you off. <laughs> oh, it's, it's all good. No, I, I definitely agree with you. I don't, I don't think there's. I mean, I mean, I've, there's, there's of course music where uh, all, all the band members get along and then like everything is perfect, but usually that doesn't. Happen a lot, like first run. But, Wait, what, but like, what what ba- what band are you talking about, Jonah? <laughs> I no, okay. So the the, the who there's is one. This, who is this fictional <laughs> band? <laughs> there's one. Okay, so uh, a long a long time ago at AfterShock, let's say like 2017, I I interviewed some of the members of the conspirators with with my uh, with my mom. The, the the backup pretty much the backup band for Slash and Miles Kennedy, and they were talking about it right. and they realized that uh, they had never had a band argument, like they've never disagreed on anything. Just everything just flew su- super well, which is crazy thing that the members are like, like Slash comes from Guns N' Roses, which is like the biggest band to having controversy. <laughs> it's like the worst, it's like the worst conflict of all time. Yeah. You know what it is probably? Slash is probably so sick of arguing with people that like at this point he's just like, let's work it out. Let's do it. Slash seems like a really laid back guy. I don't think he was the yeah. one instigating the fights. No, no, yeah, definitely wasn't him. If you get my drift. Uh, yeah, it's from a little guy named Axel. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, but um, yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And I think that you do have to have that push and ball, and I think it's super cool. Like, mm-hmm. um, what? And I guess from your perspective, because I already know this, but I keep going back to X. Uh-huh. Uh, but like, 
uh, you're the guest speak <laughs> no but um in, in all seriousness um hey, from your perspective like I know, like you said, like you had that shift uh, from like cover band to like original music, like uh, uh, recently. Uh, what was that like for you? And like, how has it been like doing your own drum parts versus like learning other parts? And I feel like there's like a lot more creativity and like a lot more possibilities because like you, we make the drums. We like, like sure we take yeah. inspiration from like other songs, but like it's it's our own stuff, original stuff. So mm-hmm. we, we really yeah. have like so many possibilities, so much creativity. Yeah. 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 I was, I was just going to say that, like, I feel like it's so limitless, like the amount of things that you can do. And I feel like I'm glad that you talked about being a cover band in the beginning because I'm in cover bands as well. Mm-hmm. And I think they're a great breeding ground for creativity uh, and for learning songs and like learning like instrument parts and stuff like all of yeah. that I feel like it's like the perfect way to start out because you're learning how parts are written like what mm-hmm. goes into like these parts and you're learning parts and you're get, becoming a better player by learning a bunch of different songs uh, and yeah. you start to build this creative muscle I think as well because you you do the same songs over and over and over again and eventually you're like what if we try that and what if we did that and eventually it starts to become like this thing and it, it kind of prepares you for I don't know. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I just that was that's been my experience. No, you're you're absolutely correct. Um, starting from a cover band, it just it gets you all the skills you need in order to be in a band without the stress of having to like perform your own music and write your own music. Because I feel like that's the more vulnerable part of being being an artist, having your own music, writing your own lyrics. But uh, the cover band yeah. is more like ta- taking. All, all like just helps you enhance all those skills because you like adding on to the list that you said you also get to learn how to work with other people and how to how to play off mm. of others and yeah and just being in that live setting and getting used to that live setting because the only way you could really get better at playing live is by playing in front of more audiences that's what everyone tells me yeah about really all the i mean you, play. Uh-huh. it's so true like i mean like literally like I don't think anything really prepares you for that. Like, it depends on what you're doing. Like, I, I've told Jonah this before, and I I, I haven't had that many conversations with Xavier. Um, <laughs> so this is going to be new news for him. Um, but, like, I don't know how much if you saw, like, no, you, no I know you didn't watch the, the show. <laughs> so, so I, uh, no, but in all seriousness, I start, like I told Jonah and the viewers, I, I've, I started out in theater. So, like, that's where my performance background comes from. Mm. But I do agree, like, nothing, I got better and better every show that I did. And I kept honing that in. And you can't, it doesn't matter how many rehearsals you have. It doesn't matter if you're with the band in a rehearsal space. It doesn't matter, like, even if you're, like, recording it. In a rehearsal, it do, it's not the same thing as a live audience. Something switches, um, and in my experience, it just becomes like this totally different entity and this totally mm-hmm. different feeling to it. Um, Xavier, how would you like describe like that live show thing? I live shows, they're I I think they're really fun. I used to get it like a little bit of stage fright, just like playing in front of people, but yeah, like as as time goes on, I've like gotten a lot more comfortable, and yeah, it's just a lot of mm-hmm. fun playing with them, playing for them, and, and giving them a good time. No, yeah. yeah, I totally agree. Like, I went from my first show, like I literally wish, like they stuck me 
How ridiculous, I just want to say real quick, how ridiculous this is. They stuck me in my very first show. I had to open the show in a solo musical number. The curtains shut behind me, so it was just me on a stage by myself in a spotlight. Oh. Very first time on a stage in front of 600 people singing. That's terrifying. Yeah. It was terrifying. It, it, it was like, that's a way to conquer your fears, you know? Yeah, I mean, you got to get over it quickly. <laughs> But I, I can tell you, though, I had my eyes closed the whole time, and I, I was shaking, but I got through it. And um, nice. now I'm at the point, like, I do live shows, like, pretty much every week, and I joke with mm -hmm. the audience, and I go out, and I'm on my knees doing solos. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it's like, I think it's just, I think it's like building up, and there's always that feeling. Every show I do, in the very beginning of it, like, the first five ten minutes like how's this gonna go i'm a little nervous i haven't played this venue before did i check up uh -huh. the sound right is everything and then that dissipates mm -hmm. like with yeah. after like 10 minutes but i yeah. think you need that little bit of adrenaline i don't know if it's fear i think it's adrenaline like a little bit of yeah. excitement uh -huh. and like a little bit of not knowing because that's like the magic and fun in it and i don't like and i'm not, i'm gonna go off on a tangent here and i'm, I'm sure you guys agree too <laughs> all these bands now like like and Matt Wolfgang talk Van Halen talked about this a little. Another great rev rock artist talked about this a little bit. Um, like basically how it's like, like it's ridiculous. These bands, the bass player plays to a track, the guitar player plays to a mm -hmm. track, the keyboard player plays to a track, the drummer plays to a track with samples. Um, the vocalist is lip syncing. Nothing is live. Everything's too. Yeah, I don't even know why you bother having a click track if you're not actually fucking playing anything. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't, <laughs> but I don't get nobody that. Plays, the, the, the main band should always be live. I, I understand overdubs. I understand if you don't have a keyboard player, you want to have some keyboard tracks, some ambient tracks, you have like some sort of doubling solo, like harmony uh -huh. thing you need to do, you need to plug mm -hmm. that in, you don't have another guitar player. I get that. That makes total sense to me. You want to give everybody the best live experience you can, and you need to supplement things in. But at the same time, if you have a bass player, if you have a drummer, if you have a singer, if you have a guitar player, fucking use them. Yeah, they should be playing the parts. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like, what? Otherwise, what are you doing? You're just standing Why there, just faking yeah. it. You could have anyone. Uh, I could literally take my friend, I could take my drummer's grandmother, put her behind the kit, and no one would know the fucking difference because yeah, it would sound the yeah. same. Exactly. Wow, that lady's really good for her age. Great dexterity. Yeah, she's not even playing. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Let's get the baby. Let's get the baby from, from the table on aisle three. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's ridiculous, but I, I think yeah. that we we that is another like real rev rock thing is I think we're all about that real authenticity, real um, uh -huh. instrument, real live show kind of thing, um, and I really love that as well. And I think you guys are really again, like I said, I got to do their sound check virtually, and they're really uh -huh. good live. They sound recorded. Thanks. Like you're gonna <laughs> want to listen to their live albums because they sound like like if I wouldn't be surprised if I if some of the things I hear in your recorded versions are one take because they sound identical when you play them live. It, they're that good. So, oh, really? uh, they're a great I live really band. I'm just kidding. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. But I, 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 I told Nick this so many times. Well, if we wouldn't, I, we wouldn't sound that good on the live stream if it weren't for his mixing. Dude, he, he did. I'm, I'm excited for everyone to hear it on, on the, the Twitch. He did this whole thing and set it up like Van Halen one, like the panning and everything, and then mix. I'm so yes, excited. Yes, I put the guitar on the left speaker and the reverb on the right. You guys got. They sound. But but I I okay. 
you can you can't polish a turd. You can't put lipstick on a pig. It's still gonna be a pig. It's still gonna be a pile of shit. Okay. You guys sound your. I'm saying you're playing uh-huh. without me doing anything is so spot on that when I did that, Thank all I did was enhance it and get the people to see. Just I get to polish the nice car. Like I already the car's already washed. It's already been maintained. All I had to do was polish it. So you guys sound great already. Like you didn't need me to do that. It just sounds. It's just that much. Like, or it's audio quality, not the playing. You can't fake playing. Uh-huh. Well, you can. Well, you can But they're not. So I don't want anyone to uh-huh. hear. Like, because before you start getting the troll comments on your streams, that there's no way that you that you're playing the tracks. I can tell you right uh-huh. fucking now that they're not playing the tracks. This is the real thing. They are that good of musicians. You're just not you're just used to the the pop and hip hop bullshit that's been shoved down your throat the last 10 years. Sorry, <laughs> it's true. You just can't, you can't believe someone could be that that they could be that good, but they are. Um I'm just going to leave it at that. Um Speaking of live shows, do you guys have any, like, funny... I've, I always wanted to ask this. Like, any, like, funny show stories, specifically X? Um, <laughs> anything that comes to mind? Like, your first show together? Like, I would love to hear about that. Do you want to... No, we're we're, we're, we're going to tell. We're talking about that. <laughs> uh, and was it... Uh, this was one of our first shows. It's like within our like first three shows. It's it's funny to look back on now. It was kind of scary in the moment. I was probably like ten or eleven, but the wow. the day of Damn. the morning of the gig, me and Jonah were having a, a lightsaber fight. Well, I had a light. He had a lightsaber. <laughs> I had his he had a plastic, plastic sword. sword from like Lord of the Rings or something. And we were we were battling it out, and then like I hopped on the couch, and then he stabbed like like straight at my face. The he, the sword oh. cut straight under my tongue. Yeah, and like, then straight cut. in my mouth. Like, it was like oh. it was terrible. Yeah, cut it. Terrible. Yeah, oh it was, god. I was like, oh god. Oh god. It, it was, and that's the day of the game. <laughs> I guess, I guess, I guess it's a good thing you're not the singer, right? Yeah. <laughs> but but did, if I remember, did everything get sorted out? We yeah, still, it, we still played it. Yeah, we still, we still played a we still played a fine show. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh my god! It, it wasn't as bad as it looked. It was one of those. It was one of those injuries where it like looked a lot worse. Like when like in like in the moment, and then like once everything was all cleaned up, it wasn't. It wasn't as bad as that. Yeah, it still yeah. hurt. Did that though? hurt yeah, your no. tongue? It was like, yeah, yeah the bottom of my mouth. Oh, because yeah, oh, ter- oh. Bad. that's rough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that that was one of the Damn, scarier man. show stories that we've had. <laughs> oh, I bet. <laughs> no, that's terrifying. I just want to say kudos to you for doing live shows like that at like ten or eleven. That's crazy, man. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, gotta yeah. gotta start young. Yeah, gotta start, gotta start somewhere. Yeah, and oh wait, yeah, what's no. that? What was Jonah that? was telling me about the hypnotist. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so, so great. Some that's so great stuff. Yeah. Um, what what other what are, are good show? I show? feel like any show like from from like when we started or like before recently is like funny to me just because I had an electric. Kit. I had an uh, I had this tiny oh, yeah, electric yeah, yeah, drum right. set, and and it was really easy. It's very portable, and you just plug it in. But it's just yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, it's no, just, it's a lot easier. It's 
I didn't realize how much I was missing out on like acoustic kits on real kits. But then once I got an actual kit, it was like it's just so much better. It's just like real. It gives that like real. Isn't it funny, by the way, Jonah, how it's the other way around with us with guitar players? It's like you start on acoustic guitar, and then you don't realize how much you're missing out until you buy an electric. electric. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so, it's so funny how that works. <laughs> it's totally... uh, uh, the, the gig where Xavier realized that he needed to upgrade, it was so funny. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think I told this story on uh, on the podcast, but uh, we it was our first bar gig, and uh, we we had a backline. Those are the best. Yeah. Oh yeah. We 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 had backline stuff, but like we we got there for load in. We were one of the first. We were one of the first bands there. We we bring in all our stuff. It takes us like five minutes because we don't have because it's so small. Everything. Then uh, the this band this uh band from Visalia, uh one of my favorite local bands, Xvamin, comes in. They have. Oh yeah. Their, I their, I've seen them before on social media. They're so good. Yeah, they're so good. But they, their drummer Nate has their rack mounts, and, or like they, they have a rack, and then two two kick drums, like like five toms, and then like thirteen cymbals, and then. They, they, Wait, did he have? Speaking of Alex Van Halen, did he have like the rocket tom set up? He's just like. The Neil Pert The Neil Pert The Neil Pert kit That you basically Have to jump into Because there's no walkway You just spin in a circle Dude Uh, His live kit is insane I've actually uh, Jammed with Nate A couple times His home kit Is even bigger Than his live kit it's like twice the size of his life kit. What? It's, it's freaking insane. Yeah, I was like, it's like that's Jesus insane. Christ, literally, he pretty much has yeah. the Neil Perk kit. Um, that's yeah, but, nuts. Yeah, yeah, once, he, once he, we, he literally that. has to have the spinning chair. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Yeah, but once we backlined yeah. that electric kit right in front of it's just like a Examine's kit. kit. It looked so puny. <laughs> and then, yeah, Wait, I so, to, so basically, X, you, X, you were like. X was like, fuck this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting like, an acoustic like, kit. I'm getting one no. right now. I deserve yeah, a raise. I've been at weekend. this for years. <laughs> that weekend, yeah. I was like, we're going. That, that week, we went to uh, the, our nearest drums shop, which is like an hour and a half away. And then we, we got... Uh, saved up. <laughs> it really hurt my thing. <laughs> yeah. It's, it it's worth, worth it, I feel though. like it's worth it, though. It's worth it. It's definitely, yeah, exactly. definitely worth it. <laughs> yeah. So let me thing... ask you, because now I know that you guys are doing live shows, and I don't mean to interrupt you real quick if you uh, could hold that thought. I yeah. just want to ask you before I forget real quick. Do you, like, for, like, I don't know, I don't want to spoil anything, but, like, second record, do you, like, plan on, like, miking that kit and trying that out? Because it sounds really good. We we might try. I want to. I was actually talking to this, uh, talking about this with Xavier yesterday after, after you you started mixing and stuff, and we said, because, uh, mm-hmm. the reason we haven't done it before is because we don't have like the sound isolation like you normally need for, for for drums. Yeah. yeah. But, but I I'm curious. Like we're, we're gonna do some like test recording stuff, and if it sounds good enough, I want I want to put it on. I'm sick of having the the electric drums and like the yeah. the like glitchy sounds. It's all buggy. Yeah, the hi hat is buggy. I always have yeah. Yeah, I always have a problem mixing the hi hats because I don't know if I'm like over over uh, mixing it or if it's just the like yeah. the glitchiness of the hi hat. 
all, all the yeah, dynamics yeah, no, on exactly. the electric kit are just they're not as good as an actual acoustic kit. No, of course not. No, I'm I totally agree. So I would love to hear that because the drums sound great. I think from my end, like the other day, like they sound pretty good. So and you can mm. always add it. I'm going to say something that's going to be controversial, and I don't care to the rock community. <laughs> and if you don't like it, you, you don't have to watch this podcast. Um, you can always add samples and blend them in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean to enhance the sound if you needed to. And I know that's like an ego thing, but like honestly, like. I was so against it, and I will I will say coming from that world when I first started making records, but and not replacing. I'm not a replacer guy, not into that at all. But when you just blend them in slightly, very low volume, it just enhances the sound and makes it sound like a record. Uh, so you know, I think you should. I think the acoustic kit is always going to sound better because you get that overhead and the whole full picture of the mics. And there's nothing like real symbols. You really can't fake that. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, yeah, that, that's um, true. So yeah, no. Uh, but what, uh, I hope you held on to that thought you were gonna say because I'm gonna feel like a dick if you didn't. What, what is it you were gonna say? <laughs> oh, I was gonna say uh, the one thing I do miss about the electric kit is just how easy it was to pack up and set up. Like it's yeah. so portable, you just pack it up, set it, put it down. But this, I need to pack up each individual drum, huh? each symbol. <laughs> but. In, in the yeah, end, it's I know. all worth yeah, it. When in I, the end, it's all worth it. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I agree with you, man. Um, no, I, I feel that. My my drummer and my cover band, one of my cover bands, specifically requests that we do not play shows without a back line because he hates the drum setup. It just holds up his entire car. And, like, he has, like, the, <laughs> the bass drum and, like, the toms and, like, yeah. he's, like, a pretty big rig, I guess. Like, he's got, like, like you're talking about, like, that five tom thing. Uh-huh. And it's just, like, it's literally just, like, him and, like... Uh, one of his parents. Like, there's no room for like anything else. And there's always yeah. a two car trip <laughs> whenever yeah, that, he brings the kit. So it's like that, that's how it's like, for us whenever we play go a, to. Let's, yeah, he's like, let's play a place with a fucking kit, please. <laughs> so uh, please. it's hard to find nowadays. You know, uh-huh. you know. It. I will say though, I will say that it is better than it used to be. At least on my end. Like from the stories my dad tells me, like. These places have a lot more equipment than they used to, so we are lucky, uh, at least over here. I don't know what it's like over there. Um, we've we've had uh, it. It really varies, like, cause like, depending on where. Cause yeah. Since we're like central Central California, we have like from like Fresno, which is like city wind, then they they have like good light rigs. Have some of them have drum sets and stuff, and then there's also like. The very like low end gigs where they have like a very crappy <laughs> drum set, how yeah, very crappy oh my God. house kit. We're like playing on like a piece of plywood with like buckets underneath. It's all over the place here. But yeah, yeah I played this one place so that was like, like like what you're talking about. It, it's uh-huh. it's it's a trip, man. It's like it's the kind of thing that when you're doing it, you're thinking to yourself, "Man, I'm gonna laugh at this one day in an interview, and I'm gonna talk about how <laughs> I played in this dingy little corner in a bar. Nobody paid attention to me. The setup took like three hours because they had zero equipment." <laughs> And people are like yeah. yelling at me while I'm doing the show, like weird requests that I'm not gonna perform. They want to hear like freaking Anthrax when I'm a grunge cover band, and, and it's just like you know what? I, I'm sure you've had those experiences too. Like when you're doing it, you're just like, oh my god, I'm gonna laugh about this one day. 
Yeah, def definitely. We've we've had some some of those. I I like and like some of some of our gigs. It's really fun. There's like no one paying attention, but there's like always that one person yeah. that's like drunk out of their mind in the front, just like yes! dancing. Yes! It's like I love your guys's music. There's like there's this, oh there's this Dude. gig. <sighs> Yeah. You you, you want to go or? <laughs> no, no, I want to hear this first, please. Oh, there's there's this this gig. It was it was so funny. It was it was one of the most chaotic gigs because the the vent or the book the promoter overbooked. So there's like seven bands on the bill, and then like two of them were late, and. <sighs> We were the we were supposed to be the last band to play, and we were after the headliners, which was weird. So, so we were supposed to go on at like 11:30. We didn't go on until like 1:30 in the morning. Which, and like everyone was just like so tired. There was like two bar fights. The the owner of the bar had to pull out his taser to stop to stop oh, the, no! the bar. Oh, no! yeah. And like they were. We were actually told that we weren't gonna play that night. We were, we were told that we were gonna get wow. cut because the, the the venue was gonna shut down. But then like then the owner whoa, whoa, said whoa, 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 that whoa 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 back it up back it up back uh -huh. it up. <laughs> Why did the bartender have a fucking taser? <laughs> I guess that come from? I don't. I have no Why idea. Why a taser? Yeah, um, I don't. I, I guess to stop bar uh, fights because it was this like r this corner dive bar in in Sacramento. <laughs> it was a really fun yeah. venue, but yeah, we we were there. There, uh, yeah. And luck luckily, we were able to play. Um, the band after us got cut, which I, I felt so bad for them. Uh, oh man, that sucks. Yeah, uh, we we played no sound check because it was so late. We're like we just. I love, like I love those. I love those. Yeah, yeah no big gigs without sound checks are the worst, man. Yeah, it was, yeah it, it, we didn't even get a line check. I don't even think we were going through the PA besides vocals. It was, like, it was just like, oh, turn up your amps as loud as they, they could possibly go. Yeah, but there there was like oh my God, a few people in the front that were so drunk. And they're like, I love your music. It, it was like, like I mean, oh my God. Like, playing and then they were like joking around with me. They were like flipping each other off and joking. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, oh my no. god, bro, dude, that reminds me. I did this gig once in like a really dingy bar, and everyone was ignoring us. Everyone, well, oh. except this one guy. Okay, so uh, let me say. Okay, so we did this gig, and we had no sound check, and it was really funny. The whole gig, I was just looking at. I, like, there was a sound guy there, but he was like on his phone, like just standing next, like not even looking, just like oh, this. Oh, I hate this. <laughs> and I'm trying to look at him, like. I could not hear myself at all. By the end of the night, my voice was shot. People were trying to talk to me after the show, and I was like, uh -huh. "Yeah, I mean, it was a really good show, you know. Like, uh -huh. I think it was really good. It was like, it was, you know." <laughs> so I, I was completely gone. You know, like I sounded uh -huh. like I had been through like vocal surgery. <laughs> like it, it was really bad because I just I could not hear. Uh, the only way I could hear myself was to shove my face into the microphone and just sing as loud as yeah. humanly possible because I could not hear myself uh -huh. at all. Uh, it, it's the worst. Um, I'm sure you can relate, Jonah. Like when you I, can't yeah, hear yourself I, while you're singing. Uh huh. I hate that. That's why we we got in ears because we we were like, okay, so we're, smart. we're done. With I that. want them so, so bad. Yeah. Now we got that. But continue yeah, on. I agree. No, no, I no, I want in ears so bad. But so the sound guy's not looking at me, and I want to turn the thing up, right? Uh huh. And we're like in this dingy bar, and no one's paying attention to us. And we fin we did like three sets, so it was like 45 minute sets. 
and every 45 minutes we get oh, like 10 minutes and then we go back and play again right oh yeah so basically yeah so what happened is we do the, one of the 45 minute sets and this guy comes up to me and he's like yo he's like yo you guys are you guys are you guys are you're you're, you're right you're pretty good um <laughs> I'm like fuck you guy no one asked you so he <laughs> so he comes up to me and he's like look listen he goes so you sound pretty good he goes but when you went yeah yeah at the end of Black Hole Sun he's like you don't need that and he walks right out the bar door <laughs> the back door of the bar and he just walks out of the building and leaves what? I'm like what the fuck was that yeah I I don't yeah. do that. Like, I'm all for, like, constructive criticism, but when people walk up to me after the show, and they're like, they're like, that was a good show, but you could have done this, 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 and this. I'm like, bruh, I, I do not have the patience for this you right know, now. You know what I'm my like, answer to that is? I, I, you know what I want, I want to say to those people? Just like, you fucking do this. Like, use yeah, my guitar, you, you go on, on for the, the next 45 minutes. Yeah, you do the next set. I'm done, man. <laughs> I can't hear myself. I'm, I'm my voice is getting shot. <laughs> but no, but for real. So we end up doing this set, and no one's paying. And then eventually, we get we get into the wee hours, like you're talking about, when oh, the bar yeah, fights yeah. and the drunk people start to come out. I almost time. always want to. I always have more. I'm gonna say I have more of a fun time when we book the gigs later and later. Like, I always, uh -huh. like, I want to say to the band, I can't because the people in my band are, like, like, my drummer's, like, 16, for so, like, that can't happen. Oh, but, like, yeah. I want to freaking book 10 to, like, 1 gigs because... As we start to approach 11, midnight, that's when the fun people start to come yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's when they had a little bit too much to drink, and they're, like, down to do anything. So, so, so there's this there's this one guy that I could have swore was homeless, sitting at the bar, spending probably the last free money he had that wasn't on rent or food on this bar. <laughs> and he's sitting there. And all of a sudden he starts, he gets up and he's like singing like at the top of his lungs. Like we were doing like the like best of you. Oh. And like I just, there's this, this guy in the back of the room like this. I, I, I don't have a, okay. Pretend this is like a beer, right? Uh-huh. Uh -huh. So he's like standing in the room and he's like, the best, best. the best, the best, oh the my best. God. And he's just like. And he's just like chanting, and then he's like, he's literally like, so like we're doing American Idiot, and he's like, Do I be American? Idiot? Like Those the whole the show is just screaming people. every single lyric. Those people, well, you know what? I let me get my chair. This is so weird. <laughs> I love, I I love I love people like that because that guy ended up. I think. I think we made a majority of our tips that night from that guy just like whatever money he had left. I think I he think when I, we went through our tip jar there was like there was like a nickel, like a $5 bill and like a, like some sort of like weird random business card. I think he was so drunk he just started I wouldn't have been just surprised like, if we got his credit card in the tip jar. He was oh, that, that hammered. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> But it is the best. Bet. Drunk people are the best because as you go on, they'll just keep tipping you. They're not even thinking, oh, yeah, I need to spend careless. this money on like, my, I need to spend this money on my child support. They're just paying you the tips <laughs> <laughs> So it works, you know? I mean, yeah. you know, I'm, hey, look, listen, I'm sorry. That's the demographic when you go to these bars. I'm yeah, sorry. That, it's the truth. That's the, that's the bar. That's the bar gig experience. 
Yeah, no. that's the bar crowd. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, that's those are the funniest gigs. And then the next week, I'll do like a super super professional gig where it's like we don't even need a sound check because it's going to sound great because the sound people are on it, the lights are great, the mics sound fantastic. I can hear myself perfectly. There's tons of effects. And then the next week, I'm at a bar where there's like. The mic sounds like I'm clipping when I'm singing into it because there's no facts, there's nothing on it. Like, they don't mic anything except the vocals. It's just really funny in the beginning stages how much it varies depending on where you are. Yeah, no. Yeah, we as as up and coming artists, we have to deal with so much random BS. It's it's, it's we're going like, to be able dude, to laugh about this in the future when we're on tour together and yeah. we have like I can't wait we're, stuff. I can't wait till I can't wait till we're on like no brown M&M status. <laughs> Which by the way, you know why? Do you know why the real reason why David Lee Roth said no brown M&Ms? Oh, that uh, that was so they they made sure people read the contract, right? Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. So yeah, they so wanted to make sure that they read the record because they had so much equipment. They wanted to make sure nothing was set up wrong. Nobody got hurt or anything. Everybody uh-huh. called him like a huge, which he was. I'm sorry. I'm because David Lee Roth is a dick. I'm sorry. It's true. It's, 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 I don't care. Uh, but but that was a really really smart, like uncharacteristically genius business. He, that was that was some Gene Simmons level thinking. Yeah, that, that <laughs> awesome was pretty kiss good. on this show. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> um, Fourth episode, every episode will be about episode kiss. in a row that we've talked about kiss. <laughs> I think that I think our goal, Jonah, for the show is by the hundredth episode to get Gene Simmons as a guest on our show. How amazing would that yeah, be? That would be that would be a dream come true for me. Dude, that, I that feel would like the X would come back for that. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah, just no, but yeah, hi. I think that's some gen- that's really smart. Like, I wish I thought of that that whole brown M M&M and M thing. It's really genius. Uh, yeah, no, that would definitely be something. No, dude, imagine like being at that level of gigs. You show up to a gig, nothing is set up how it's supposed to be. That would be so uh. terrible. I would hate like dude. Like, well, imagine, do you know like, the other ta- reason? You, yeah. Or I was, gonna, I was gonna like imagine Metallica like with their like big whole light setup. If like one little thing was wrong on that stage, that would that would be that would be like dangerous. Yeah, it, like someone. Oh my god, people! Gonna get so hurt. many fucking people will get hurt. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I I agree. That I. I <laughs> see, this is the beautiful. This is the beauty of David Lee Roth. The juxtaposition of his genius marketing level skills. And his complete, utter, crackhead attitude. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> do you know the other reason? The other, the other fun fact about their, their, <laughs> the other fun fact about their live stage setup, about why they built their own live stage. Did you ever hear this story? No, no, no. What? What, what is? Okay. What was the reason? So. So David Lee Roth specifically wanted Van Halen to have their own live stage set up because it was the 70s, it was the 80s, they had groupies, they had women who would come backstage after the show, you know how it worked. Uh Uh, But what would happen is 
he wanted to make it as easy, and this is not a joke, he wanted to make this as easy as possible for his security guards to find the women he was referring to during the shows to bring backstage. So what he would do is he built his own stage so he could label what parts of the stage were so he could be like, section C, row two, on the right, the blonde with the pink sweater. Give her a VIP pass. That's such a I'm David Lee Roth thing to do. That's, that's for such real. a David yeah, That is for real. Like such a him thing to do. That's <laughs> so really funny, is. though. Dude, the stories you hear about these bands are insane. It's like, how are these people? How did these people make it through it? The amount of drugs they did, the amount it's of a- sex they had. It's like, how are these people still alive? Yeah, like, it, how did they not get like some sort story. of seriously like, transmitted disease? How did they not overdose and get some sort of transmitted disease? Like, it makes zero uh, sense. Yeah, it's, it's freaking it's like, uh, I remember watching an interview. I mean, like, Guns N' Roses. I don't know how any of those members are still alive. <laughs> well, but Slash they, died. No. Yeah, well, I mean, like, Slash did die and then <laughs> come back to life. Slash died! Yeah. Slash died! died. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even know. I mean, man, man still, like, played played guitar and then had his, like, defibrillator shocking him through an entire show, two-hour set <laughs> one time. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that when he... Wait, was that when he was playing with Michael Jackson? I think, I, I think right? so. Something with the, I, the pickup... Yeah. Yeah, because they didn't account yeah, for crazy. when he goes on stage, his adrenaline just shoots up because he's so amped to get on stage. And so, like, it was thinking yeah. that he was going into, like, cardiac arrest or something. So it was just like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's crazy because he's got, he's not even thinking, he's playing with a bunch of electrical equipment. And, like, he uh-huh. has. <laughs> yeah, That's it's... really funny, man. No, like, do you ever see Motley Crue's bio on Apple Music? No, no, I haven't. So the first line is something like, there are bands with drug-fueled, party-addled pasts, and then there's Motley Crue. <laughs> Those guys were so fucking crazy. I don't know. Yeah. The fact that Nikki Six is like a functioning human, like, not even alive, the fact that he's, like, functioning. He's, he's functioning, like, and he's normally, healthy, and, yeah, he's, he, he's like a normal, everyday human it's the guy, now. the guy, <laughs> oh, the guy overdosed and died, was brought back to life, and then snuck out of the hospital and shot up again. Yeah, again, yeah. How is it possible? Yeah, he's like, he's died like almost seven times, right? <laughs> like, he, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it like, like, how, how do you, how do you, how cheat do you die seven that many times and still be <laughs> functioning? <laughs> Yeah, I don't, it's like it's like that Ozzy quote. Like I'm 72 and I don't know how the fuck I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, but Ozzy uh, yeah. isn't able it's... to play play anymore. No, which is I know. Sad. I know. But it's sad. The fact that he can do anything though, after mm-hmm. what he did, his like his career, like wow, it's it's amazing that he's like still alive. <laughs> like that, it's nuts, man. <laughs> All those people, it, it's a it's a miracle, which is why we don't want to have that. In yeah, this we're, next generation, yeah, for sure. We're we're not gonna be drug addicts or alcohol addicts. We're we're, we're no, trying to bring back no. the goodness of rock and roll, the the feel good energy. Yeah, exactly, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, I have one last thing to close on here for X. And I want to ask him since you are the special guest. Thank you so much for being on the show. And I know you yeah. said you were only going to be yeah, on part of it, but you, you made, made it the, whole, the episode. whole episode. It wasn't that bad, right? It no. wasn't that bad, right? Would you, Would you come on the show again? Possibly. 
Possibly. Okay. If this video gets one thousand likes, we did. I was gonna say I haven't done that yet. You haven't. It was my turn this week. Yeah. Xavier will come back. Exactly. Um. So X, one last question I want to ask you before we wrap up the episode. Thank you so much for being here today. Mm-hmm. Um, what I want to ask you is, so I want to get basically just your perspective and what your thoughts are on uh, Rev Rock and the whole like thing that Jonah and I have concocted here and um, what you're looking forward to, I guess, in the future. Just close yeah. off in the future. I think yeah, it'd be good. I, I think what you guys are doing is, is great. Bringing rock, rock back, introducing new rock bands, trying to like help popularize them. I, it's, it's a really great thing, and I think it's it's yeah. really helping, like show show people that there's a new generation of rock that's coming. Yeah. And exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. No, though I, I I couldn't have said it better, man. I I definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, Agree. I'm, I'm looking forward to all the things we're going to do. I know Jonah and I have talked about, I, I think we definitely want to start with hopefully like being able to like do some sort of joint tour would be really great to like start off yeah. our touring experience. Mm. Uh, yeah, since that, we're going to be, be smaller, so obviously starting up. Um, I guess, uh, what's something you're looking forward to in your career, X? Uh, I just want to like play with a ton of new newer bands and upcoming bands like like playing with you would be super cool and like yeah uh like going on a a tour like you said that that would, and just mm. like spreading all with the warning yeah <laughs> <laughs> Jonah, 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 Jonah's bringing out my obligatory Olivia Rodrigo comment, so I'm just gonna leave it at that. Uh, let, let's keep going. That. No, wow, that was. You guys hear that? That was really loud. What was that? I don't know. I'm gonna have to go see after we finish this episode. I hope nobody like fell. Last time I heard a loud bang like that, my grandmother fell. Um, oh, no. <laughs> I wish that was a joke. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> of course, we end the episode like that. Only me. Um, <laughs> um, listen, it's been so great having you here. Honestly, I really love like you're so cool, man. And I really loved having you on this episode. And yeah, um, I'm, I'm glad you came. We have podcast, so much bro. in common. Yeah, I'm, we have so much in common, man, and I'm, I'm really glad we finally got to talk to each other yeah. for the first time recorded on camera for everyone to see. Um, it's been so much fun, man. Uh, I'm super excited. Uh, Ed, Jonah, do you have anything uh, coming up at the time of this uh, episode coming out? August 14th, I think, is when this episode comes out. Um... I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think we we have any anything scheduled right now. But right after the uh, right after this call tonight, uh, as of the day of this recording, we are playing in the finals for Battle of the Bands for uh, for the Fresno hey. area. So ho- hopefully go. that goes well. We'll we'll update you guys on that. Yeah. You guys are so amazing. I I, I doubt you guys are not going to win. And if you don't, no, it's rigged. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to all. Uh, Dear Diary has been out for a second now, and it's uh, constantly on repeat. I I was just joking about this to myself real quick. I want to say that I... So basically, I've told Jonah this before, but the Jinx music is my shower playlist. And I can't... Every time you guys add another song, I just become more cleanly 
uh, my cleanliness goes up and I become more hyped because my showers get longer. Exactly. So I'm looking forward to the day when the greatest hits album will just be like we'll have like an hour like an hour long like and I just, just like relax I'll, I'll probably have to take a bath at that point but Dude, by the time we're like seven hours but, in our career you're just gonna be sitting there in the bath for like three hours a day listen through I'm gonna all be, that I'm gonna be so pruned I'm gonna be such a prune yeah. it's gonna be ridiculous <laughs> no but uh, Dear Diary is an amazing song if you haven't checked it out yet you better fucking stream it right now because you're a loser if you don't right now um <laughs> yes uh jinx music is amazing just go through their entire catalog yeah. i literally ask jonah every time he looks at me on discord i just have it on loop all yeah. the fucking time <laughs> right before this call nick, <laughs> nick had it on loop and was listening to it while posting his social media <laughs> exactly he li jonah literally said to me he's like hey great taste of music <laughs> but he's not wrong <laughs> he's not wrong um <laughs> Yeah, you guys are so amazing. You guys are a dream team. Um, and then you having your dad in there, too. It's so cool. I love the whole family aspect of it. And I think uh, that familyhood and is all what I'm about, too. Uh, so I really love that as well. Um, a little plug for myself real quick before we wrap yeah. up. Check My out song, Her Butt, just came out just came Woo! out. So second official it's single. Song. It's going to be my fifth. Wait, let me... Let me it's gonna be my sixth release but it's my second <laughs> single so besides the podcast i've had my first single call to this generation and then i had an acoustic version a piano version an instrumental version so i hope you guys uh all took part in that campaign and played on it and sang on it and i yeah. think jonah we talked about you doing that possibly. yeah yeah well, I, I'm, gonna, um, I'm gonna be doing that that's gonna be fun um and then I also had a cover of Rescued come out. We've talked about that. And so uh -huh. this is this is basically my second actual original, not like some sort of like reimagined or cover release. Um, so I'm really excited about that. The mythology, her butt, it's out everywhere. Uh, check out our Spotify pages so you can check out yeah. our playlists yeah. of our influences, our complete Rev discography. Right uh, the Rev Rock Right Now playlist with uh, the mythology Jinx. Jinx the and Warning, all other Rev Rock And many other yeah. great bands <laughs> that you need to check out. Um, all really great stuff. Um, uh, and uh, yeah. I, I, I can't think of a better way to leave off. It's been great. I'm not going to drag on any longer, even though I'm kind of doing it right now, but I just keep talking. Uh, Xavier, thank you so much for being here. Um, I'm Nick Valley from The Mythology. I'm Jonah Dockenai from Jinx. I'm, I'm Xavier Dockenai from Jinx. And this was this Rev, Rock Rev, Revolution. Rock Rev Rock Revolution! Awesome. Thank you so uh, much for being awesome. here. This was yeah, so much fun. Thank you for having me. I had a blast. I know you got to go set up for your gig, so mm. let's do this thing until next time episode six we have some fun things in store for you uh yes. we're really excited stay tuned and uh thank you so much for watching huh? peace yeah.